I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're doing fabulous. I am doing amazing. I think I've talked about this a little bit on a on a past podcast, but I really swear there is something to having a baby and what it does to your business. <laughs> um, all the pre-work I do before having a baby, like the instinctual nesting that I almost do in my business to prepare myself for the birth of the baby to be able to take time off always ends up in like massive growth. Each one of my kids is represented massive growth and this time's no difference. It's just actually in a way cooler way because for the first time I have a team who's implementing everything and my company is truly running like so much without me. I mean, it's been running without me for a long time, but it just gets even better and better and I get to focus my time on 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 so much content and big picture thinking and leadership skills and reading. I've been reading two books a week, one audible and one novel that I read, one audible nonfiction book. So amazing. And through all this has been, you know, Corona and we haven't had any house help and I have three kids under the age of five or my oldest just turned five, but there's so many silver linings in it. Um, our family's closer. My two kids, my two oldest kids who are two years apart, they just turned three and five are playing together better. Like, I don't know. I don't want to go back to how it was. There are things I'll be changing and and not going back to how it was. So there's a lot of silver linings and everything that happened. And, you know, despite I think I think you can always find those. And it was a really interesting. It's been an interesting 2020. That's for sure. So we just came off of a month with 100 percent client retention rate in one of the craziest months where a lot of people were losing clients and that wasn't the case. So Somebody asked me like, what is your secret sauce to keeping your retention rate this high? And because normally we have 90 to 95% client retention rate, and but we just came off 100%. And also we added 10 new clients during that month. So it was amazing. Um, huge celebrations for Team Hirsch doing that. But it's very intentional. Like this is not lucky. I'm not lucky. I don't have, I don't have a, a superpower or intuition or something that others don't. Like I'm intentional. You know, there's a lot of intentional moves being made behind the scenes by myself, but also my entire leadership team. And, you know, that trickles down to to our delivery, to our client delivery. And so somebody asked me, like, what is the secret sauce to the, the Hirsch Marketing high retention rate? How are you retaining 
you know, your client, so many of your clients month over month. And so I kind of wrote down some notes and I was like, I'll do a podcast about this because it doesn't matter if you sell a service business with clients, if you sell a digital product business and it's courses, if you even sell a physical product and you're, you've got customers, like these things are relevant for keeping customer and client satisfaction up, which will create referrals and organic business traffic. If we were to completely turn off ads and not do any marketing at all, we could easily sign three or four new clients every single month just from referrals and organic traffic, just from our clients talking about us to other people who talk about us to other people. We get referral organic applications every week, almost every day, and that's the the byproduct of delivering a really good service. And I don't say that to brag, although I could brag about my team all day, but I say that because I want you, everybody needs to have a balance. And I've talked about this before. You have to have a balance between your marketing and the outreach that you do in, in looking really good in your company and having that outer um you know, effort going to bringing new people in and keeping the business going and growing. But you need to have the same, if not more, effort put into your delivery. Because if you're not retaining the clients and customers that you're bringing in and you're not getting referrals and organic traffic, you ha- you end up spending so much more money on the front end acquiring customers that actually doesn't have as much value because you're not retaining them. So for example, you know, if I, if I pay... to get an application when I market, which is actually our average, especially because we filter out so many applications. So that's an approved application, $250 to $300. If I pay that much and then we close about 50% or more of our sales calls because we, we qualify them through our application process so well. So they are only getting on it a call if they're really serious about investing, which improves our close rate. So if I close 50% of those and I'm paying, you know, let's say I get 10 applications. I pay, let's go high. I paid $3,000 for 10 applications and I close five of those clients. Not I do, but my team does. Then we just made anywhere from, gosh, can I do math this fast? Um, Anywhere from twenty to $35,000, depending on how much somebody paid, what package they came in on. So that means I spent $3,000 to make an initial twenty to 35000 but that's on month one. Now, what if those clients that I paid to get that stayed on for a year? Like, And then I had my average client value for a year plus. I had one year. And they stayed on. You see how I get so much more value out of that initial spend if I have clients staying on for 12 plus months than just two or three months. And that's why you have to constantly put energy and effort and time, so much time into your delivery. I mean, I've spent entire quarters of the year just focusing on fixing delivery because it's always going to break. As you grow, you're putting stress and pressure on the systems that you've set up and you have to continue to accommodate them for the growth. So when we add, you know, when we get to 75 clients, we have three ads teams instead of two. So that's going to break things and then we have to fix it. So we're constantly trying to stay proactive with those systems. So what is the secret sauce to the Hirsch Marketing high retention rate? And how can you implement this in your own business? Because like I said at the beginning, I'm not doing anything that you can't do in your own business to achieve these results. I'm not special. I have very good process and very high expectations. And that is the first thing 
is it's actually not on my list, but truly Hirsch team are rock stars because to be quite honest, it's not easy to get hired here and then it's not easy necessarily to get past your 90 days unless you're a rock star. You can't. And unless you have all of the traits we look for, which is good communication and urgency with your with your work, proactiveness, you know, taking initiative. If you don't have those things, you don't make it here. And I'm proud of that. Because that is how I have this good delivery. Now, we have an, an intense hiring process. It's two interviews and a test and a reference check. And then we have an intense training program that our team goes through before they even get to do regular work. You know, so so most people who, who make it through just the hiring are rock stars because they've made it through that. And we've, we've learned how to filter people out and, and get the people that we need in our company. So I'm proud because... Honestly, I work with and our team, you know, works with some of the most amazing people, smart, driven people on my team because of our high expectations. But it's my job to have the systems and the processes. Every single month, the Hirsch marketing team manages over $1 million in ad spend on Facebook and Instagram alone. All of this data is compiled and collaborated on by the Hirsch marketing team into one incredibly valuable report released every single month to the public. You can get instant access to the Hirsch marketing report every month by going to hirschmarketingreport.com. This report is completely free to our audience and contains insider knowledge that nobody else is sharing. If you want behind the scenes access to top converting strategies, actual ads we've tested, and the latest Facebook changes, the Hirsch Marketing Report is for you. Go to hirschmarketingreport.com and get access to all the future and past reports right now. So I have four top things that I believe contribute to our high retention rate. The first one is amazing communication with each other and with our clients. This is something that we do better than I would argue most other agencies. We just had a client move agencies to us and she said in the first week working with us, and I'm quoting this, like she literally said this, in the first week working with you guys, I have had more communication with your team than I did in the last four months with my last agency. And she wasn't kidding. So communication is huge. Like in your personal life, in your business life, most problems come down to communication, come down to mismanaged expectations. Somebody was confused about something. Somebody didn't know what was happening. Somebody, you know, thought one thing and another thing was happening. So from every standpoint, over communicating what we're doing, what we're going to do, what our plan is, what this means, what we need from you. From the moment a client comes on, they experience that. And I've worked to improve that time and time again in the last year, our onboarding process, it's constantly being improved. But we have so much communication and you know, our, we have things in place where when an ad goes live, when a new client launches, they get an email within the first 24 hours, 48 hours, and then their weekly reports. They're getting weekly calls. Like communication is very, very high at our company because most problems come down to communication being off and and somebody especially when you're in a virtual world you might like think people are doing one thing 
but they're doing another thing and then you're confused. Or what often happens is you're, our team might be doing all these things in ads manager and implementing all these strategies. But unless we communicate that we're doing that, there's no way the client would know that. And I see a lot of agencies make that mistake where they're actually maybe doing a good job or they're doing something about a strategy that's not working, but they're not actually communicating it. And so the client feels like this isn't working. I'm losing money and nothing's being done about it. And that might not even be the case. So we have a rule at my company and that is our clients should hear about something not converting before they even realize it. And so our team will come and say, hey, here's the numbers, here's our goals, here's where we're at. We're not quite hitting the benchmark and here's all the things I'm doing to fix it. Because then the client doesn't even have to get to that point where they're worrying about it not converting or they're worrying about spending or losing money. So that is our rule. So communication, I believe, is something that we do different and we do better and it's so important. I mean, actually part of our our test that we give ads managers before they come on, a test in the hiring process is to write an email, a sample response to an email we give them from a client, like a sample client. And we're judging that communication because it's that important to us. And then when new ads manager comes on, we have them write emails and then get those emails approved by a manager. And we're training them how to communicate, how to communicate our way and over communicate and make things clear. And I've actually done specific podcast episodes about communication because most of the time, like I've learned this so much, you think you're clear about something and you're clear in your head, but the other person, you're not clear because you weren't specific enough with it. And so there's just I guarantee you right now, if you looked at your business and you looked at your service and your delivery, there would be room for you to improve your communication to your customers, to your clients. I I guarantee it. There's always room. There's room for me right now. Like we're constantly, constantly improving that. The second thing that's my secret sauce and why I think we have this one, one of the big reasons we had this 100% retention rate in the month of April when it was a crazy month and most people were losing customers is because we are so focused on numbers. We have what we call a client dashboard and that is a summary of every client on our roster. The The head of my ads team, the director of my ads team, who is my direct report, she that's her like Bible. That's what she reviews and she gets a quick update snapshot of every account and I can review that at any time too. On that sheet is ROI. And we're obsessed with what the monthly client ROI is. And anyone who's not at at least 100% ROI is getting flagged. And it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Every time we see it and we're trying to get it up. And so what that does from a leadership perspective is because me and my direct report are so focused on ROI, she's focused on it with her direct reports because they're reporting it to her, and then they're focused on it with our ads managers, which puts everybody in the place where we are so focused on numbers. Now, this might be something different in your business, but there is one like main reason people are paying you and hiring you. For, for us, it's to make them more money using Facebook ads. And so that ROI number is like, the golden ticket, right? Because you could have good ad copy or good targeting or a good strategy or a good offer. But if you're not making money with it, eventually it's not going to work. And eventually it's going to become a problem. If it's not this month, it'll be in two months. So by taking that 
one thing that people want, which I know my audience so well and my customers and my clients so well, the one thing that they want, even if they don't directly say it, even if like every call they're not like, well, how much money did I make? How much money did I make? Even if they're not like that, I know that at the end of the day, that's what matters most. And so that's the metric we constantly track. So when COVID happened, we looked at everybody's numbers and we kept bringing them back to the numbers. And anybody who was like, well, I don't know, should I turn off my ads? What should I do? We're like, no, here's the numbers. Here's how much we're going to spend. Here's how much we're going to make. And we're constantly bringing it back to those numbers. And so whatever that one result is that your customer or your audience um, or your client, you know, is focused on and you need to know it because they I don't want to say don't know it. They know it, but it might be in the background where they seem like they're focused on, you know, for example, I could be like, well, our customer wants really good ad copy. They want good communication. They want strategic targeting. They want new funnel ideas. Yes, they might want all those things. But at the end of the day, if they're not making money, why are they here? They're here to make more money. So we have that one thing and we're so obsessed and focused on it. I mean, we talk about it weekly on our huddles. We bring up top ROI clients. Like it's it's just drilled into every team member to be so focused on and tracking on the daily. So I believe that was a huge, huge reason for the good retention rate. The third thing that we do is we stay super proactive. One of our um, core values as a company is to take initiative. So when by saying proactive, like what a lot of people will do, and this is this is true for other agencies, but it's true for a lot of people, is they wait for the problems to come to them and then they might fix the problems. But by the time the problems have come to them, it's kind of too late. You already have an unsettled customer or client. And what you have to do is get to a place in your business where you are spotting the problems before the customer or client even gets there. You're projecting them. You are you are using your own knowledge because you're an expert at whatever it is you do to know where those problems are. So for example, if we have, like I was talking about that rule we have, if we have a client who's not hitting their numbers, we don't wait for the client to come to us and say, hey, I'm not hitting my numbers. What should we do about this? We are saying to them, hey, you're not hitting your numbers and here is everything we're already doing about this. Do you feel the difference in that? Most service businesses do not do this because it's hard because it's hard to keep your head above water enough to stay ahead. But, you know, I go to a a weekly leadership meeting with our ads team and I get an update on any client who's in that, you know, in that space where they're not making money. And if they are in that space, which it's usually only a few, the update is not like, oh, the client's in this space and we don't know what to do. Never is it that. My team is always like, here's where we're at. We have a call tomorrow. We're implementing the strategy. We have this new funnel idea. Da, 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 da. And I'm always like, great, you guys got it handled. Like you're doing everything I would do. And that is the key because especially with a results-based service, you're never going to have like 100% of the things working. And I know too that if if Everything, you know, marketing doesn't always work right away, but it always works eventually. And it's a matter of when that's up to you. And so what people need is somebody to get it to work, to take that proactive initiation 
initiative to to go and get it to work. And so by staying really proactive as a company internally with our processes, but then externally with our clients, we're constantly spotting problems and coming to the table with solutions before the problem even gets to the customer or the client's mind. And so this is where, um, you know, we'll do a lot of like audits. We'll audit our major processes, like onboarding is one of them, or our weekly reporting for clients, or, um, our internal, like the way we're planning campaigns, like those are all major processes in our company. And so frequently, you know, once a quarter, maybe even more frequently, we'll do an audit of it to stay proactive and be like, okay, where are the problems? Like, let's find the problems here instead of wait for them to come to us. We also do a weekly meeting with my ads team where I ask my team and and my uh, the leader of the ads team asks the team, what were the problems last week? Like we want to know the problems because we want to create the solutions before they become actual big problems. And that is such a game changer. And so if you can look at your delivery and ask yourself, where are the problems? Because there are always going to be problems. And how do I get into a place where I'm one or two steps ahead of those problems and they're not blowing up in my face? Right now, I very, very, very rarely have a day where I feel like, there's a fire here and there's a fire there and there's a fire here. I never feel like that anymore because we're always two steps ahead of those scenarios. I used to feel like that. I used to have days where it was just like, I felt like, you know, crap was getting thrown in my face and I had all these fires and things were blowing up. I mean, I've definitely had those days and it's normal to have those days, but you have to get your business to a point where you're very rarely having those days because you have enough space and time to be proactive with finding those high level issues. The fourth thing to our secret sauce that I listed here is urgency. And this is especially true if you work with entrepreneurs. So if you're familiar with the DISC assessment, a lot of entrepreneurs are high Ds. So they used to have the DISC assessment that each one DISC was out of 100. And like I'm a 99 out of 100 D. That's as high as you can get. And that's like driven, direct, like a lot of entrepreneurs are that. And so I know my clients. Most of them are also that. Here's what drives us crazy is when other people don't act with urgency with their actions. Like, for example, okay, I have a webinar next week. And if I don't see like, okay, we got to get this done and we got to get the emails done and the landing page and and the ads and this. And like, I don't see like movement. It gives me anxiety as an entrepreneur. And so if our team, for example, like how this plays out for us, and I want you to think about how this could play out for you. But if we see like an ad is not converting and we're like, well, we'll get ads today, tomorrow and then we'll get them back in like four or five days and then we'll load the ad and it's like, well, 10 days have gone by since we saw that that ad wasn't converting. That doesn't work. A lot of like corporate, that's how it is because it's got to like go up the ladder and people are slow to respond and like that just doesn't work. It's not effective. Like things need to move fast. And So our team, we actually do a training where we're like, here's the DISC assessment. This is what a high D is. And if you don't, you know, if our clients are very high Ds, you got to be able to like, you know, not waste their time. And and we talk to them about who our clients are 
so they know how to work with them better. And also, though, we hire a lot of ads managers who are high Ds because then it matches very well. But that urgency and that urgency to like you matter as a client and we're taking action and we're on it and you don't have to worry. You don't have to have that anxiety of like, when is it going to get done? Is it going to be late? Is it going to be slow? is really important in our industry, but really for most clients, like that they know and customers, that they know that, you know, whether they're gonna, they're gonna get their product quickly, they're going to get a response quickly, and that you're on it is so important for them to have that trust. And so that's another thing that we do really, really well. So those are the four things that I believe make up our secret sauce. And Team Hirsch is amazing. We have high expectations. I have high expectations. I'm not afraid to say that. Um, I, I do have very high expectations. And as a result of that, we are able to provide an amazing service for our clients. And it's why I have been able to grow my business. You know, every single large influencer that we work with that's like a dream quote client has come from a referral has come from somebody talking about us. And and it's gotten to where, you know, I just had someone say this to me yesterday. They're like, when I think Emily Hirsch, I think Facebook ads. I think Emily Hirsch, expert of Facebook ads, company Facebook ads. That means I'm doing something right. That means that people, our clients and, and external people are talking about my company in that way. And that type of marketing and momentum, you can't get from paid marketing. You need to pair that with paid marketing. And that comes from, having a really good delivery. And that comes from having good customer and client retention. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. If you have any questions, please comment on the podcast or send me a message on Instagram. And I really feel like I kind of bragged about my team here unintentionally, truly. I hope you take away value from this of what you could do in your own company to improve your delivery. But if you want to work with the one and only amazing Team Hirsch, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to fill out our application and see if you qualify and which offer you qualify for. We've, we've recently overhauled that application, so I thought it tells you. It's kind of like going through an assessment. So you can go to helpmystrategy.com to go through that. And I will see you all on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.